0: Comes in like 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1,
1: liftoff. Yeah, it was, uh, I don't know. I fucked it up, I think. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, you ready for this intro, Alex? <clears throat> Greg Alexander is a musician who spends most of his time in the background of the music industry these days. Whether it's composing the single The Game of Love for Santana or co-writing songs for the 2013 film Begin Again, the man's career revolves around collaborating with other artists. This may come as a shock to those who only know him from his hit 1998 single with his rotating band New Radicals. The song famously contains an inflammatory final verse, which takes shots at several big names in the music industry, including Beck, Hanson, Courtney Love, and Marilyn Manson. The purpose of this final verse was to see whether reporters would focus on the anti-capitalist messages at the start of the verse, or the random celebrity potshots in the verse's second half. News outlets predictably jumped at the chance to report on anything they could attach a celebrity name to. Despite the vitriol of the final verse, the international hit from the band's only album, Maybe You've Been Brainwashed Too, is ultimately remembered as a feel-good anthem of the late 90s. Joni Mitchell praised it for quote, rising from the swamp of McMusic like a flower of hope. U2's The Edge has gone on record as calling the New Radicals hit a song he wishes he would have wrote himself. Even music critics like the AV Club's Annie Zaleski acknowledged this song as playing a large role in shaping modern music. It was surprisingly influential on popular music, just in a non-obvious, almost obscured way. It's both a nostalgic artifact and a song that transcends any era. That's right, we're finally taking a break from Mourning the Dead to talk about new radicals you get what you give on Cover Me. (laughs) That's right, it's Cover Me, the only podcast that talks about famous songs in their many cover versions, compares them against one another to find out which one has the music in it. I'm your host as always, Jake Cressy, joined by my anti-capitalist co-host,
2: Alex Mildenberger.
0: Alex Mildenberger. Alex
2: Mildenberger. Yeah, so no one died this week. Or if they did, no we don't care.
0: This yeah, this is somebody fucking huge yeah. died, and we're like, uh, we're gonna talk about the new radicals.
2: We are. I didn't hear about anybody dying
0: no me neither and, you no and like that we would at least know one we would
2: talk about on this show um i also saw a brief uh snippet of an interview where ice t mentioned that he liked this song so mm-hmm. that was 2006 also on the
0: late night with conan o'brien
2: so that's kind of cool i don't know there's just it's, it's weird that this song is held in so high regard mm-hmm. because i Especially cause- didn't know it by name before like this week
0: yeah, honestly, if I if you had to be like, oh, you know that song, I'm like, oh yeah, the music in you,
2: yeah, or something like that.
0: That would have been my guess, but yeah, no, it's it's not even like you get what you give. Brackets the music in you, because I would have given it that, like if I was titling this song.
2: Yeah, I feel like if maybe if the band had kept going and they had done like a greatest hits or something, that they would have had that, had had maybe yeah. an alternate title or something. But they um,
0: disbanded, uh, like a year and a half, maybe after this. It was the summer of nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, I think it
2: was like within a year of this coming out. Yeah, they just, or this guy, Greg Alexander. Greg Alexander decided he didn't want to be the just band him. anymore. Him and Danielle Briswa.
0: <laughs> yeah, she was like semi consistent. She was the most consistent member beyond him. Who um, um and he, she
2: also she wrote that I believe she wrote that song. uh What's it called? Feel the rain on your skin. No one else no can one feel. Else she can. didn't perform no it, but I'm pretty sure she wrote it. Okay, that wouldn't surprise me. Unwritten, yeah. That's the name of the song. Mm-hmm. The name of the song is Unwritten.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, this song though, in terms of like being memorable, like yeah, it's one of those songs that I think. You can just like do a really bad performance of it without even knowing the words. You're just like, Yeah, you know that song, it's like,
3: <Shiva inhale> and some people
0: are like, Oh, yeah, the music in
2: you. And you're like, No, it's not called that. It's you get what <laughs> but yeah, it's you But it's something like that. Um, yeah, and like it's in things. I haven't seen A Walk to Remember, but I think it's in A Walk to Remember or is in one a, of their yeah, songs. Yeah, it's is? in that.
0: It's at, it plays at the end of uh, Adam Sandler's Click.
2: It's all the reason it, I brought it up cuz we were talking about it before this. Um mm-hmm. it's in an episode of Community in season 4 episode 6, which is the Changnesia documentary. Mm-hmm. Episode they plays it right at the end when um Jeff is talking to Señor Chang. Yeah,
0: and it's a, it's a good like Kevin uh delayed punchline cuz Jeff earlier agrees to give Abed the money for an expensive music a song to license.
2: And it's this one. And it's this one. And then I was like, shit, what's that song called again? It goes like, you got the music in you, you know?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's good to see community getting its uh, you know, on Netflix revival.
2: It's nice. A lot of a lot of people who haven't seen it, who didn't see it before are watching it now. It's
0: weird though, because it was on Netflix before.
2: It was. Um I didn't need to Canadian watch it on Netflix though. Yeah, possibly. Cuz I remember people complaining that it was gone and it not being gone, which usually means that it's just a Canadian thing. Um but also mm-hmm. there's more seasons. They have the season 6 now. I don't know how yeah. much they had before. I don't even They did not have the Yahoo season. Yeah, they didn't have the Yahoo season. So, season just one season six was it just
0: one with yahoo okay who was season five with
2: it went it was like the sit same people like they didn't hadn't dropped it yet they dropped Uh, dan Harmon for the fourth season brought him back for the fifth and then canceled it
0: uh i could have sworn season five was yahoo too but
2: um you can tell because season six episodes are longer so it's the like streaming 30 minute episodes
0: that makes sense, Alex. That makes a lot of yeah. sense. I mean, yeah, original network NBC for season five. Well, I learned something new today, Alex.
2: Yeah. Now let's learn something else new about a, a song and not something else.
0: Yeah, let's <laughs> learn about you get what you give, Alex. Um, should we just talk about these fucking lyrics? Yeah, let's
2: talk about some lyrics. There's a um, lot of them.
0: Just, yeah, this, this is a very uh, vocally, uh, I think, focused song.
2: Definitely. Um, a lot of the time, the instruments will be pretty constant um mm-hmm. and then the the vocals just like keep going and keep gonna like saying <laughs> things and and it's a yeah, very like, like really f- sorry no go ahead it's a very like it strikes me as like a kind of a breathless song like it's just trying to get all this out and get cover all this ground as fast yeah, as it, it can and it feels like the song is kind of running
0: Mm-hmm. and it's me. like a very uh like even the way he sings it like it's it's got a sort of dynamic performance but it's very much like focused on like punching as much as it can. Like it's just like hit this, hit this. Keep yeah. on being like listen to this now. Now I'm going to sing hi. It's just like I'm giving all my fucking energy into this.
2: Yeah, and it's kind of the rhythm of it too. Like for the beginning for I mean, he does like a count in, which is fun. Um and then the first verse which is wake up kids, we got the dreamer's disease, age 14, they got you down on your knees, so polite We're busy still saying, please. Um, That's the first half of it. Mm -hmm. But, uh, or maybe it could be said that it's the first verse and they do the first two verses consecutively. I'm not going to worry about that too much. Um, Right.
0: the, The other verses are shorter. You're right. Yeah. That's actually, I was just listening to a podcast and that's like a like the basic technique for keeping people interested in music basically
2: he's like do two verses early on and then more choruses it's, uh, later.
0: so the structure is essentially um so if you have verse as a chorus is b and then a bridge is c right i believe the basic the most basic structure is a a b a b c
2: right and that makes sense
0: and that's they like did tests on rodents. Is essentially how they did it. And of course they the, did. The what they were testing was essentially how long a rodent would stay interested if you were say hitting like a single note. So if you're hitting a B key, and like the at first the rat's like, oh, uh, what the fuck's that? That noise. And then you like you hit it again. Like ah, geez, that noise. You, you hit it a few <laughs> more times. Eventually they're gonna be like, no, it's like that noise is there. It's just part of life now. But then if instead of hitting the B key, you were to hit like a C key. Suddenly like, no, oh, hey, what the fuck is this? Now I'm paying attention again.
2: You know, quite and, honestly, yeah. you could have stuck with the same letters. I could have, and yes. It would have still worked. <laughs> 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 you know, your A key, which uh you're gonna play a B for. Uh <laughs> anyway. Listen, your A, you play uh, a B for your B you play a C for,
0: and your C you play D for, okay? Yeah,
2: it's it's, it's easy. Um No, but um Yeah, so kind of like changing how often you need to change up and how what patterns you can change up in to keep something seeming like it's not just the background noise is what yeah, so it doesn't sounds drag. like sounds like drag. Yeah. And we see that a lot in, in pop songs all the time, like where they'll do two verses and then go into the actual chorus, then verse chorus structure. Um, mm-hmm. And that's maybe what's happening here, but it's only listed as verse one. It doesn't matter that but much. But
0: not right. really because this one, this is the, this song, especially just looking at genius, you have verse, Pre chorus, chorus, post chorus verse.
2: Right. They do have like the two, and that's part of the like breathlessness I was talking about because the song does not Mm -hmm. let up. He is singing for like the entire time, pretty much. Um, Yeah. But so this first part, um, before we go into the actual lyrics themselves, the way he sings it is very like, very rhythmic. Like he does Mm -hmm. the, the first three syllables of every. Line get up like a punch like a mm, mm, yeah mm, mm. and I then the smooth. rest of the we mellors, got the and that that's kind of interesting because it's a little bit syncopated like it comes in kind of like on an off beat um which i think also is part of the that breathless feeling the sort of rushing feeling because like he'll stop his wake. And then there's like a bit of a pause, but before it's like a full pause, it comes in again with the next line.
0: Yeah. You're right. There is like a, like an almost overlap
2: there. As for the lyrics themselves, they feel very, at least this first part, it's kind of establishing the audience, almost. You are children who are sleeping, basically. uh You're young, but you're kind of subservient to. Mm-hmm. I assume society or adults or whatever, and you know you're. Yeah, it's a, just a I-
0: idealism, kid. but without uh any like force behind it.
2: Right, and so you m- know, you first.
0: Okay, so yeah, so it's just so you know, so they they've got the dreamer's disease. They're, you know, they've been subdued. They're on their knees, and they're, but they're still saying please while they're trying to, you know, push forward their ideals of a better world.
2: Right, and it's like, isn't it obvious, you know, that your please isn't going to help? They're not on mm-hmm. your side kind of thing. Um, also, talking about dreaming, one, you're asleep, but you're also thinking of dreams in terms of... Um, Desires for the future sort of thing, so mm-hmm. you get this like wake up sheeple type imagery, and also that desire to change the future, yeah, or I improve did not your expect- situation.
0: <laughs> from new radicals so much of this and i like i guess with the name maybe i should have but so much of this like fuck the system man from a song that's like you got the music (laughs) like it's so feel good but you look at these lyrics you're like he fucking hates capitalism (laughs) like
2: yeah there's definitely that it's a little more like it feels less developed than you get nowadays like it's more 90s obviously because it's a song from 1999
0: it's like the other side of the coin of, like, like you know, grunge and, like, nirvana and that shit, where this is, like, very clean-sounding, but is also, like, at its heart this sort of, like, juvenile anger against the system it doesn't believe it can change.
2: Right, it's still kind of lashing out against phonies and the system mm-hmm. man, which, like, I don't know, it's very, it's very 90s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah,
0: I d- I just didn't expect so many like parallels between this and uh it Smells Like Teen yeah, Spirit. Yeah, I mean, I which... didn't
2: even really know the lyrics before. And then the mm-hmm. second part of the first verse, uh we get this fu- we get the word frenemies. So that's fun. Frenemies. Who when you're down ain't your friend. Every night we smash a Mercedes Benz. First we run, then we laugh till we cry. Um one, you get the word frenemies said like oh, right. pretty straight <laughs> So th- the fact that you can barely tell that's what he says probably saves this song from really dating itself um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> because that would, that would date it. I think.
0: And yeah. And, and like you said, like even having listened to this casually, like it's been on radios forever, like never picked up on that, no. never picked up on that no. line. Cause it's the, the rest of that line is dependent on that word. Frenemies who, when you're down ain't your friend, simply, you know, mm-hmm. People who you're friendly with until uh, the shit gets real, and then suddenly they're nowhere to
2: be seen. Um, and then starts to talk about um major property damage. Um,
0: every night, bro. Every night.
2: And then like just run away and then laugh about it. Um. Yeah. Well, it's which like is uh, interesting.
0: It's very like like first you run because you're like, well, shit, dude, we just smashed a car. We gotta get out of there. Like it's serious. And then, then you got you laugh till you cry. you're so like, oh man, we did it. We fought the system, and like, it was a ton of fun, and we feel alive.
2: Yeah, it's very like, like almost Fight Cluby, you know, mm-hmm. in in the way it approaches, or at least Fight cl- like that, Fight Club yeah. mixed with like Summer of '69. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 like we're just, uh, and like it's obviously that's that like rock and roll kind of attitude of, like, fighting the system, which is pretty constant through rock and roll, but through this 90s lens of apparently Mm -mm. property damage. But it's also, like, I'm trying to think of the song in terms of its context, which was, like, between the Cold War and um, 9-11, where, like, Mm -hmm. it seemed like everything was just going to be great. Not for, obviously, things weren't great for everyone, but, like, for a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. It just like, felt like
0: there were, it was it was like, like, hey, we don't entropy, have any problems right?
2: anymore, or you know, yeah. p- people in, was in just, certain in the right situation felt like they didn't have problems anymore.
0: It was sim- yeah, it was simply like this is the state of the world, and it will continue to do this.
2: Isn't it great? Uh, yeah. <laughs> or it seemed great to the yeah. I- I'm gonna stop. Qualifying. It was sold as being great. Yeah. Um, and that's how it seemed to. Me, kind of. I, not knowing what the Cold War was and not knowing, uh, obviously, the 9-11 was happening. Uh, I was young enough to... <laughs>
0: Good save, Alex. I,
2: I, I, I'm just rambling and not making any sense right now.
0: So. I I never knew 9-11 was happening. Nobody accused you, Alex. Obviously, actually. yeah, yeah, I,
2: I I had nothing to do with 9-11. <laughs> I want to reiterate that. Um, A lot I, of people have been asking recently. I didn't know that it was going to happen, and I barely knew... What happened when it did happen? We're
0: actually opening up a store on our uh, Public page. You can get a shirt that says Alex Mildenberger We're did not know did about not, 9-11. I did not
2: know about 9-11 in advance. Um, I didn't even know what a World Trade Center was. Yeah. Okay? I, I, I barely knew what New York City was. Mm-hmm. So... Let's just let's just move let's just move past it, okay? I'm, I don't want to talk it. about it anymore. Uh, see, and
0: yeah, just to to roll it back to this that like sure. smashing a Mercedes Benz was somehow seen as like at least to this particular like political activism,
2: right? It's all, and I mean obviously that's an expensive car, so it's very much like taking out something that is a symbol of wealth.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And like absolutely, I'm all like fuck the rich, but. I mean, I don't like. Obviously, even if they were, if New Radicals was truly smashing a Mercedes Benz every night, they either didn't smash enough or it just wasn't doing any good, man.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's like six of them, so would they do one yeah, I, each or one between? And that's like them? a very, yeah. uh,
0: I feel like California line because I don't know how, how many Mercedes Benz you see out in Calgary, Alex.
2: Um, you see them.
0: I mean, yeah, you see them,
2: but it's not find one every night. Know. I don't know. Go to the right man. place, you get caught. Yeah, you
0: find the right neighborhood.
2: I think you get caught pretty quick.
0: I think we're getting caught up in the feasibility of this. Yeah, it's supposed to be it's, like an anti-capitalist, youthful cry for rebellion. That's really what this first verse is, and it is, uh, you know, sort of encapsulated in that imagery, of, right? Of uh, ju- like juvenile vandalism, basically, but targeted at rich people.
2: All right, then we move into the pre-chorus. Uh, when mm-hmm. the night is falling and you cannot or When the night's falling, you cannot find the light because it's nighttime. Um, You feel your dreams are dying, hold tight, which, I mean, seems like pretty straightforward. Like, when things seem like they're not going good, just hang on and maybe things will change. You know? Yeah, that is really... (laughs) Like,
0: you already pointed out the, the, quote, poetry of that line. The night is falling, you cannot find the light because it's night. Yeah, it's pretty
2: straightforward. (laughs)
0: If you feel your dreams are dying, hold tight. As in, like, don't let your dreams go just because you think they're dying.
2: Yeah. Keep just keep trying, man. Because why? The chorus might have an answer for us.
0: The chorus, yeah, and, and the chorus is the like the linchpin of this thing. It's the the hit of dopamine to this whole song. And if anybody ever tells you that you've got the music in you, you're like fuck yeah, that's maybe the coolest thing that somebody can tell you. You've got the music in you. Don't let go. You've got the music in you. One dance left. This world is gonna pull through. Don't give up. You've got a reason to live. Can't forget. We only get what we give.
2: Hang on, I'm burping. Gross. Um, I'm not doing yeah, to the so- microphone. Anyway, um, <laughs> right. yeah. So kind of saying that you got the <laughs> I music feel in you. It's about you. It's in you, and the music is music, but it's also maybe like just the ability to succeed or something. Yeah,
0: it's life, baby. Music is life. It's the go juice. It's what it means to be human. You've got the music in you. Life juice. Um, and then the line, "One dance left. This world is gonna pull through." People seem to suggest that this was uh based on some, you know, the Y2K scare. Uh, people worried about all that shit. And I guess, yeah, that is, uh, that kind of relates back to that AV club c- quote I talked about in the intro where this is both a nostalgic artifact and a timeless piece because that line, one dance left, this world is going to pull through. I a great line for this time, a great line for fucking any, like yeah. a tragedy. I mean, yeah, like- anytime, <laughs> like
2: anytime it feels like I, this is my last chance. Like even, um, I guess when this comes out, it'll be a couple weeks ago, we talked about... um love 40 down by frank mm-hmm. turner uh obviously not for the whole episode just in a bonus segment but yeah like it's just about when everything seems like it's going wrong and seems like you don't you know that like this is your last chance and if you screw this up like just go for it like you gotta and that's just one more dance one more thing yeah we we'll ag-
0: again with the the dance metaphor it also brings up imagery from under pressure by queen and david bowie this is this yeah. is our last dance
2: yes and i know this song supposedly has a lot of like callbacks to the 70s and older rock and roll supposedly stylistically i don't really um i would argue that know the about the line those.
0: itself you've got the music in you sounds like something that would have been in the 70s
2: does i mean literally triumph has a song called magic power uh, that mm-hmm. includes the line "You've got the magic power of the music in you," or "It's in me," or whatever. Like it's it's basically that line with like a few less words. Um, <laughs> like it's a few a bit less mystical. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and
0: then this whole and uh, yeah, don't give up. You've got a reason to live. Uh, if you go to the 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 YouTube page for the music video of this, so many of the comments are like, "This song stopped
2: me from killing myself," and you're like, "All right, great. That's that's great. great. That's amazing." Um, that's It awesome. does have yeah. a line that says you got a reason to live, so you've got a reason to live So I, that's I, I that's don't disagree that with that of. personally. No,
0: so And can't forget we only get what we give and this is it comes up in the in some ways in the music video too. Right. Which obviously this idea is central to the song because the song is called you get what you give mm-hmm. and so when they're doing even that Mercedes-Benz smashing it's a form of like karmic justice Because you get what you give. You've given people misery, so in turn, you get your Mercedes Benz smashed. Or, as we'll see in the music video, you're forced to work a a food court stand for people. (laughs) Right. And then on
2: sort of like the the other side, the side of the band, I guess, um, or at least the singer, um, there's talk of the start of just staying on your knees and saying please and other rhymes. Um, Mm -hmm. But you won't get... Back positive change unless you put something into it.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a cliche at this point, and probably yeah. was back then too. Um, so you had certainly. to get it to get it when, you know.
2: Yeah, and also like the sort of karmic idea of like we have said, you get back out from the world what you put into the world. Yeah, you reap what you sow. Yeah. Yada yada. The, there's like a hundred cliches that mean the same thing. But this yeah. is what the song is based around.
0: Mm-hmm. So then we come to the the quote post chorus where he says, "I'm coming home oh, baby. baby." Get it to it now. Get it to it now. Um is that just ad-libbing? I feel like that's just ad libbing It feels
2: like mostly ad-libbing, which is why it's so awkward in the cover versions when people do it. When they do it, yeah. Except for one and time th- it's not so bad, and we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. It's not great, but it's not so bad. It's not great, but it's not the worst. Yeah, it's uh
0: Yeah, it's just like that's just, like, nonsense feel-good energy.
2: Yeah, which, I mean, it's it's part of that, like, it also fills the space. So I talked about the breathlessness mm-hmm. of this song, and, like, this song does not let up for most yeah. of the running length. Like, there's it's one like the... small brief section, and we'll talk about that yeah. instrumentation.
0: It's like the musical version of, like, don't let the balloon hit the ground, you know? <laughs> yeah, how just, just keep just about keeping going. the energy up. So when we come into verse 2, 4 a.m. We ran a miracle mile. We're flat broke, but hey, we do it in style. The bad rich, God's flying in for your trial.
2: Um, so apparently a miracle mile is a, a, like a shopping district. Like a, mm-hmm. just a bunch of shops with their doors facing the out- outdoors as opposed to like a mall. Although I don't know if it would have to be. Although I think you could still call it a mall. Anyway.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, there's, like, strip malls. So they're
2: running it. Like... They don't have any money, but they're still, like, running. And it's also 4 a.m., so nothing's open, probably. Yeah. So they're just, like, in this place that is this kind of symbol of this, you know, capitalism, consumerism. But they're just there kind of loitering, which is kind of, I mean, usually, you know, no loiter, like, frowned upon. During, the, But they're just, like, yeah. in this space when it's inactive, just kind of existing. And I'm trying to find the words to describe what that means, but like I feel like I get this line, mm. but I don't know how to say it.
0: It's like, uh, I mean, it is like a, a another useless, like youthful rebellion. It's like we're going to this place, right? It's mostly where, useless. Yeah, we're like the the objective of this place is to get people's money. And, you know, keep them coming back for more. They're going there at 4 a.m. when nobody's supposed to be there. Right. They don't even have money. They're just fucking hanging out there, running around, and, you know, doing it in style. They're just, you know, living in that moment and being like, hey, this this is, you know, just a piece of space that we can run in.
2: Yeah. Kind of using the space or something it's not really for. And if they did it any other time, they'd probably get removed if mm-hmm. possible. But, like, I'm trying to, like, do you remember... Just staying up ridiculously late, and just like walking outside, like in the middle of the yeah. summer. You know that feeling I'm talking about? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I. That that's what I'm thinking of here, and I don't know if that's the intention, but
1: yeah, I don't it know. gives that vibe. Like there, you're not it, like, going a...
2: anywhere. You're not coming from anywhere really. You don't have anywhere to be. You're just outside. Mm-hmm. And in this case, you're probably surrounded by like some lights and. Everything's kind of dead, but you're there. So you got this feeling of like being in a place when it's turned off, sort of.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's the same feeling you get when you like I like I used to work at a theme park when I was fifteen, and when you're walking back from the far end of the park and all the lights are off and it's like the sun's going down. You're just like, Yeah, this is like it's different. It's a different place. It's a different perspective,
2: even though you're not viewing it from a different angle. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, and it, I like yeah, that and it imagery. Feels,
0: there is like a special feeling for that. So yeah, 4 a.m. We ran a miracle mile. We're at this this place at a time where nobody gets to see it. It's like it's like intimacy with a place instead of a person.
2: Right. You kind of like feel just the atmosphere of abandonment. Hmm. Um. And then we're flat broke, but hey, we do it in style. Um. That just sounds very like. I mean, it's kind of like a hipster cliche of, like, getting all your clothes from a flea market. Like, second... And also, it's a great idea. Cause it's a great place to get clothes. Like... Mm-hmm. But it is kind of associated with this idea of a hipster, which was kind of coming into focus around this time. Right. Um. So, I think that's just, like, part of that attitude.
0: Yeah, 100%. And, again, it's... We're flat broke, but we're at the miracle mile where you're supposed to spend money. Right.
2: So, you get a little bit more about that juxtaposition mm-hmm mm-hmm
0: and then the the last line, which is I guess it, it it connects to Flat broke, the bad rich as in bad rich people, so in the nineties we still had an idea that rich people could be good. I don't know if we all still believe that yeah, but there anyway, there the, was an
2: article <laughs> linked about that, and it was like, oh yeah, anyway no i I continue
0: <laughs> yeah, so and then God's flying in for your trial, which is again this idea of a uh, a justice beyond that of the the regular law system, you know, something karmic, perhaps.
2: Right, like, like you've done bad and, and something bad will happen, which is, yeah, I mean, that not gap only you are, give, are we down team. here
0: busting up your Mercedes, but God's coming in for your yeah. trial, you piece of shit. Yeah,
2: like your, your number's up, it's gonna be the end. hmm For you.
0: For you. And then we come to the pre-chorus, which uh, is different this time, but similar, but when the night is falling... You cannot find a friend, friend. you feel your tree tree is breaking, and this bugs me because I feel like this shouldn't be the line, but it is the line because I've slowed it down. You feel your tree is breaking just then.:
2: Just then. Yes, I always thought he said just bend.: Yeah, which kind of makes it because like that's got to be I mean that's the that's the solution, right? like if if the tree is gonna break but it bends instead, then the tree's not broken. But maybe he's not actually advocating that you should bend, you know?
3: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But
2: you, you like, have it in you to not break or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I guess
0: maybe when he's saying in that moment, because he says just then, you've got the music in you, and it's don't let go. Yeah, it's
2: like you feel alone. You feel like you won't succeed, but you have it Mm -hmm. in you to succeed kind of thing.
0: Yeah, because ultimately I don't think he is uh, the supporting compromise in this song. No, it doesn't kind. seem like
2: that. So bend thematically wouldn't fit, but it would rhyme.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then we get into the chorus again, and then we come into verse 3, which is this whole damn world could fall apart. You'll be okay. Follow your heart. You're in harm's way. I'm right behind. Now say
2: you're mine. Yeah, so it's a little bit of a love song.
0: Mm-hmm. This feels like... You know, like, you, sometimes movies just, like, have an obligatory romance in them. You're like, all right, there's romance here.
2: Yeah, it's kind of like, it, it definitely fe- makes it feel like the song, like, the chorus is being sung at a specific person who is a romantic interest. Um, yeah. And I'm sure the line probably allows this song to be used in movies as it is, uh, which I'm sure is great for licensing reasons and royalties. Oh, yeah. Um, but yes this is another this is like the kind of B verse and this is where yeah summarizing things like everything could fall apart which they've talked about like the the judgment coming for the rich and things like that and obviously they identify themselves as radicals which would generally be pushing for change
0: yeah pushing for either change or sick kickflips my man
2: radical
0: radical radical radical.
2: (laughs) um
0: yeah this kind of just touches on things that have already been said uh where it's just like you know everything could fall apart you you just got to do you you got to live life and then the second two lines are are i think like you. i feel like the fourth line should be cut or changed to something else because even you're in harm's way i'm right behind can just be like general support yeah
2: general support you be okay, follow your heart, which contains the music, I guess. I'm assuming. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, now say your mind could do without. Yeah, I could do without. That, that line is not some... necessary. Um, yeah. Maybe musically, the 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 melody is, but you could change the line.
0: Yeah, you'd be like, and, and so you'll be fine, or. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's I mean, it doesn't even rhyme with anything, so you can just do whatever the fuck.
2: Well, behind mine kind of rhymes. Behind, I
0: guess yeah, it's a it's a close rhyme. Yeah.
2: But anyway, makes it feel more like a romantic thing, but maybe that's mm-hmm. how you slip a song like onto the pop charts.
0: Yeah, maybe. They're like, "Oh, baby, it is about love."
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. Um also, we uh, did you mention the like chart performance? before um
0: i didn't at all but i mentioned it's an international hit yeah uh, number one in canada and new zealand
2: that was kind of what i wanted to point out because it like got to like 39 or something in the states like number 30 broke the oh 30 okay it broke the top 40 uh but didn't get like super high up but it Mm -hmm. was number one here and i've definitely heard it on the radio like still so oh yeah anyway apparently we liked it more but we still do, so...
0: Still do. We've got better yeah. taste than the States, baby. I That's guess That's so. all there is to we it. Know,
2: Joni Mitchell endorsed it, so... Yeah. That might have had something to do with it. I, would, I wouldn't <laughs> actually be surprised, but...
0: That's how we do most of our radio selections in Canada. We wait for Joni Mitchell to Does give Joni it to Does Joni like okay. it?
2: <laughs> no? No. It's a no. Is this, uh, is this one of Joni's picks? No? Okay. Don't uh-huh. play it. Um, What else is left in this song? The bridge. We got the post-chorus. Oh, the post-chorus
0: fly high. What's real can't die. You gotta keep it You're real, man. you get what you give. You're gonna get what you give. Don't give up, just don't be afraid to leave.
2: Does that acknowledge that sometimes you will fail? But that doesn't mean you have to give up?
0: Uh, yeah, maybe it's like, don't be afraid to leave a bad situation. Yeah. You know, don't be on your knees for somebody. He, he, he can You can get up and leave.
2: Yeah, or like, yeah, don't be afraid to leave. Yeah, just to change something. Because they're all about change, because mm. they're radical radical radical
0: yeah and then fly high or uh obviously it's the 90s so that still refers to smoking marijuana Ugh, um, marijuana <laughs> yeah the uh the street drug marijuana <laughs> um what's real can't die so you know like the, this song i guess is real so it can't
2: die <laughs> we know that you got to keep it real man
0: yeah so it's just like it's just like yeah false notions or things you pretend to do are going to kind of fade away but if something is like the, the truth like it's going to stick around right so it's going to come back even if you try to deny it so you know it's real But um, again that whole post course just kind of comes off as like yeah it feels ad lib feel goodery yeah. yeah
2: um like it's just kind of f- almost filler Mhm um but it's...
0: And then, yes, we get to the, the infamous the bridge.
2: Infamous? Question mark? Yeah. Bridge? Uh, it's... um, I didn't yeah, realize infamous. they called people out, but he does call people out.
0: He does call people um, out. Health insurance, rip-off flying. FDA, big bankers buying. Fake computer crashes dying. Cloning while they're multiplying. Fashion shoots with Beck and Hanson. Courtney Love and Marilyn Manson. You're all fakes. Run to your mansions. Come around. We'll kick your asses.
2: Yeah, so I guess...
0: I actually think he says ass in, doesn't he? Uh,
2: I don't know. I've always heard asses.
0: Uh, Okay. I was going to make fun of him for saying ass in, so if it's just asses, we're fine.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so then he gets to a bunch of, like, specific things about, like, government bodies and things like that. But not... He just names them. He doesn't say anything specific, I guess.
0: Yeah, I guess the cloning one is a reference to the the sheep. Dolly the sheep.
2: Yeah, is it supposed to be, like... Man, we're trying to clone people, but we got too many people or something.
0: Yeah, or like if an it's an overpopulation like, thing. Like these these fucking you know, the system man. Man. It's like they're they're building clones and they're already fucking multiplying naturally at an insane rate. They get both of these things fucking going. It's over, bro.
2: Yeah, just too many sheep. I guess like
0: it's like capitalism is such a system obsessed with, with growth. Right,
2: with more that they don't think of the consequences of that.
0: Mm-hmm, So that they're already trying artificial methods of growth, cloning, while they're already multiplying at a vast rate.
2: Because mm-hmm. nothing is enough. Mm-hmm. That could be. Seems reasonable.
0: Um, interesting quotes on this. Uh, the latter half of this, which is of course the more talked about part. Uh, Merlin Manson commented that he was quote not mad. He'd said he'd kicked my ass. I just don't want to be used in the same sentence with Courtney Love. I'll crack <laughs> Alexander's skull open if I see him. <laughs> Um, And Beck reported that Alexander personally apologized for the line when they met each other by chance at a supermarket, claiming that it was never meant to be personal. And Alexander also went on to collaborate with Hanson.
2: Yeah, it really seems like he was just, like, listing some popular artists at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, Just kind of to get a right, like, so people would know who he's talking about. Like, he said it was meant to be, like, the first half was, like, serious things, the second half was just, like, celebrity gossip. And... It yeah. really seems like it's just done to rhyme. He just calls a bunch of artists phony. Because it's the 90s. You're all fakes. And then, and then threatens to fight them. Like,
0: <laughs> Yeah, but if he would called me out on that, uh, there's two sides of this coin. One, if he called me out personally, I'd come to his house and be like, what's it's me. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do, Greg Alexander? <laughs> Greg. I saw the music video. You don't look tough. He doesn't. Definitely. but and also if i was the one who wrote this i'd stand by it a hundred percent i'm like yeah fuck him marilyn manson <laughs> thinks he can take me
2: <laughs> yeah i don't know like
0: for for example if jerry seinfeld ever steps to me on the streets it's on <laughs> i mean obviously like, yeah oh uh, uh sorry jerry i didn't mean to say all those mean things on my podcast fuck you jerry seinfeld oh.
2: I I, don't, I feel like I wouldn't want to apologize to Jerry's. If anyone doesn't need my apologies, Jerry Seinfeld.
0: <laughs>
2: so, and these guys are probably about the same.
0: Yeah, pro- they probably didn't need an apology.
2: So, yeah.
0: I just think that kind of like chicken shit apology given is again part of this like weird juvenile rebellion.
2: <laughs> Maybe where you're like,
0: nah, fuck you. Like, Sorry, man. I didn't mean it, man. I was just trying to be tough for my friends. Like, eh, come on.
2: Yeah, I guess. Or he could be trying to call out the system, and not necessarily the people within it.
0: I guess, but even then, his big call out of the system, which is this verse, it didn't do anything.
2: No, absolutely and not. Just, he
0: just got to say, like, gotcha, and they're like, like, here's okay. a bunch of
2: things that are kind of not great. And I'm like, okay, cool
0: yeah and then we get the outro don't let go, one dance left, don't give up, can't forget, don't let go. those are the lyrics, yeah, those are them, yeah, it's just like a like a uh you know an adolescent feel good song if i if I had to put a label on it,
2: it definitely feels good,
0: mm-hmm, speaking cool. of feel good Alex, let's talk about the the instrumentation, the music that makes this feel good,
2: yeah, um, so it starts with this like really bright string i it almost sounds like a harpsichord but i don't think it's actually a harpsichord yeah like, it might it just be, be like a
0: synth or something yeah
2: but just doing like a which is like i said very bright um and then they actually get these like weird like kind of noisy synth thing doing this like <laughs>
0: Yeah, that kind of, like, it's that, like, warp noise that they always need to include in songs. It's
2: like, like,
0: oh, we're getting into a song.
2: And then, like, an actual guitar starts to play along Mm -hmm. with that bright string sound. Drums come in. That's important. Yeah, And then he counts in. And then they get into, like, the main instrumentation.
0: Yeah, well, first we get that, like, guitar ripping, which isn't necessarily part of the main instrumentation truthfully like right, the main instrumentation right. this is that almost drone of piano
2: yeah it's like piano and like some guitar i think
0: it's yeah like bass definitely it's bass for it's sure almost... the bass does a lot of moving around it's like a almost a walking bass line it's just kind of like a groove that it changes up a lot right but yeah that piano is consistent and i think plays a huge role in what you're talking about and sort of keeping this energy up all the time
2: yeah yeah Absolutely. And it's, yeah, it's just playing like chords. just like, dun, 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 dun. like pretty constantly.
0: Yeah. And then like guitar just kind of like rips in occasionally, uh, particularly on the pre-chorus. He does the
2: line and then I'll be like,
0: wow, No, 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 no.
2: Yeah. Just this like kind of distorted guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we got? Yeah. And, um, and a, yeah. like I said before, like, he doesn't stop singing for very long at a time. Like maybe an instrument will do a little lick and then he'll be stopped for a second and the instrument will play and then he'll start again or it'll be between lines or something. But like, it's pretty consistent singing and the song just feels like it's kind of just like doing one thing after another and just like really cooking through everything. Yeah. It's almost yeah, it like... it really
1: is. We it's talked... Like about on that music.
2: <laughs> we talked about... Um, In a couple of weeks in the past, we've talked about, like, songs being very sort of tight and, like, conservative. And mm-hmm. with, like, what they use, like, they kind of stick with an idea and, and then move to the next one, like, as, as soon as it's kind of done. Whereas this, this is a much longer version, but it still feels like it's constantly moving. Um, yeah. Or a much longer song, but but it doesn't, it and but they do linger on some things.
3: Mhm. And I'm it's not certainly sure not
0: conservative. The song goes for 5 minutes. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Um but anyway, it, it's kind of yeah, this like rushing feeling uh that is kept up by that um, yeah, the post chorus. Sorry, pre-chorus. <laughs> yeah. Uh then the pre-chorus comes in. Um and that's when, oh, you already talked about the pre chorus. You said, with the, I did. Yep, never mind. You got it. It's okay. It's all good. run the chorus.
0: Um, yeah, and the chorus is just like, it's that piano still. It's really it's vocal focused. It's
2: don't, yes. Let go. You got the music in you. And they give the vocals are what give it kind of the rhythm. There's another addition on the chorus, um, just a little bit. It's this like kind of twinkly, like high fairy dust synthesizer in, like, the very high register. It's pretty light, but it's there.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear it. I hear it. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's like all the small things in terms of how noticeable it is.
2: Yeah, although it's filling a different function. Um, mm-hmm. Sounds very different, but, yeah, it's it's easily missable. Um, yeah. And so then after the chorus... um, there is, like, a brief guitar. Kind of, like, the guitar plays a bit, like, on its own.
0: Yeah, it's just, like, a quick bridge, really.
2: Yeah. And it's, like, it's barely anything. And then goes right into that post-chorus, which kind of... I didn't really notice it before, like, yeah, listening to, to the even song. Yeah, to
0: describe it as its own segment. Like, to me, it just sounds like ad-libbing.
2: Yeah, with, over this kind of, like, solo. But... Keeping the vocals in and, like, keeping the pace up. Filling the yeah. space.
0: Like you said, it's, like, there's, like, a, maybe a bar where the vocals are not there, and then they're right back.
2: Yeah, so, like, it's fast. um, And then they go right into that second verse, which is kind of half the length of the first one, as we talked about. Um, mm-hmm. And it's pretty similar, I think. I, I didn't notice any changes.
0: Yeah, it's, like, it's very consistent throughout. Um, Only real big, uh, like instrumental changes are like 250 there's like a guitar bridge again
2: yes and i think that it's very short it's like like i kind of mentioned with the the syllables and the bum bum that kind of come in like before you've had a chance to like register it's stopped and it feels like we're mm-hmm. just kind of lurching forward um this is almost like that too i feel like it's a quick solo and like you kind of get a chance to like catch your breath a bit but you sort of start running again while you're still panting, like it yeah, the vocals just like come right back in um the the guitar solo first of all is very much like like it's fast because mm-hmm. there's a lot of repeated notes rather, like they hit fast, um and then and then it just like goes back right back into it, so you're like partially catching your breath, but you have to keep running,
0: yeah. Um, worth noting on other, the like, other noteworthy things when the, the fly high bit, he says, he goes really high on that one. He goes, fly! and then some dude comes in and goes, fly.
2: <laughs> cause you gotta get those backup vocals.
0: <laughs> you gotta get those backup vocals. Slightly out. awkward
2: backup vocals.
0: Um, and, uh, the cowards fade out on this. Yes, There's they do uh, have the cowards fade out. And he starts really going off near the end, but it starts to fade out. It does this...
2: Yeah, I mean, after they do, like, the bridge, that's, like, kind of this, like, percussive, almost spoken, like, it's sung, but it's very much, like, like, it's, like, quarter notes, or eighth notes, even. Yeah, and it's
0: meant to draw attention, uh, like, to the lyrics, so they take out things like the bass and that so that you can focus on just what mm-hmm. he's
2: saying so yeah I mean, like the song doesn't doesn't let up really it just goes mm-hmm. and it does have this like very positive feeling to it this like kind of bright future outlook
0: yeah, like anytime you think that, like just for a second, like things start to drop, you're like, "Oh man, maybe I don't have the music in me." Like, you're like it's no man, just before the chorus hits, he's like, I got the music in you." You're like, "Fuck, yeah, I do." Holy shit!
2: And so we do.
0: So we do, yeah. So it's like it's very much about it's just like nonstop, like upbeat, good vibes.
2: And oh, I feel like we forgot to mention this: they stylize the band name with a backwards N.
0: We did forget to mention that, Alex. That's Thank important. for mentioning that now. It's a backwards end, people. It's still Just pronounced the, the same album. way as a frontwards end.
2: As far as we know. As
0: far as we know. But that's how radical they are, man. Like, letters don't even need to go the same
2: way. No. All right. You want to talk about the music video a bit? I don't have a whole lot yeah. to say about the music video. You
0: don't, I, you don't have a whole lot to say about this music, Uh The music video was filmed in the Staten Island Mall. It was directed by Evan Bernard, who's done a lot of music videos and some movies um new radicals frontman greg alexander said he chose this setting because he sees the shopping mall as a metaphor for society a fake controlled environment engineered to encourage spending
2: yeah i feel like there's a lot of that in the 90s like the shopping mall the idea of shopping malls throughout like the last couple decades when they were first coming in and this idea of like shopping malls are weird because we've kind of turned them into this place where like kids hang out but the kids don't necessarily gel with the idea of like this place of commerce like they're just spending the time which we kind of talked about in the miracle mile uh mm-hmm. lyric so it kind of ties into that
0: yeah um have you ever seen the film paul blurt mall cop
2: um i believe i have not for a long time though not
0: for a long time i just saw that this week okay I couldn't help but notice that the, the youth's plan here mirrors some aspects of the criminal organization in that, that movie. One and really? that it takes place in a mall. Okay. Um two so like in the movie Paul Blart Mall cop, the the criminals are all like like parkour people slash like extreme sports. So they're like riding bikes and skateboards around the, the mall and terrorizing Mall people.
2: So in this and, music like, video, they're sort of, I mean, first of all, in the beginning of the music video, everything's fine. And then mm-hmm. he counts in and then jumps on a bench, starts dancing, and that freaks the fuck out of everyone in a suit. And they start running. Well, yeah, so first, it's, it's a, a lot a,
0: of uneasy glances between old people in true. suits and young people in bucket hats, namely <laughs> Greg Alexander.
2: <laughs> and some, like, yellow sunglasses. Um you know, backwards hats, all that stuff. He jumps up, and they're like, "Shit, this is the revolution. The revolution has begun, and we are about to be eaten because mm-hmm. we are the rich." Um, and they start running, and then everyone starts rounding them up. Like, yeah, and what like you were alluding animals. to before—they're riding these scooters, these motorized and skateboards. Scooters and skateboards we got skateboards,
0: and we got vespas.
2: Trying to like corral everyone who's over like the age of 21 (laughs) except possibly greg alexander i don't know how old he was at the time he's 28 okay so may i don't know everyone who's a phony obviously everybody in the anybody who looks like they have money is getting you're not wearing a bucket hat you're fucking done son (laughs) yeah and they like just start running around this mall and like dancing and continuing to round kept... people up, including using nets. Nets! There was a liberal use of nets in this, I feel. Um they free some dogs from cages, which like cool, yeah. Yeah, Alex, um, when did Who Let the Dogs
0: Out come out? Um I say as we both go to Google it.
2: I believe it was a cover. You think Who Let the Dogs Out was cover? The Baja You Man. think the
0: Baja Men didn't do the 90, original, Who uh, Let original the released dogs out?
2: by An Anslem Douglas in nineteen ninety eight. Damn. It was covered by producer Jonathan King, a the name Fat Shack and his pack of pets. And eventually in 2000, it was released by the Baja Men.
0: Damn, son. I learned something new today.
2: From the album so Who P- Let the Dogs Out and Rugrats in Paris, the movie Music from the Motion Picture.
0: Of course, so it's possible that Greg Alexander had heard the original song and was like, "Oh, we let the dogs out, brother." And so they, so they let did. these dogs out of cages, and then they put some of the rich people in the cages. Yeah. Also, there's silly string at one point, just to point that out. Very nineties to assault yep. people with silly, silly string. String.
2: Uh, they they, sh- what they appear to strip, one of the rich people, and, and then replace her clothes with a uniform for a fast food place, and then yeah, force so her like- to work for them.
0: Ten or like ten, least ten fucking youths surround this woman, knock her to the ground, strip her and redress her as a food court worker, which is terrifying. Yeah, and then, and then drag they force her, her, her to work at this fucking at one of the restaurants there, and they just throw shit at her while she does a terrible job of food service.
2: Yeah, so I guess that's what the revolution looks like. Yeah, I had no idea.
0: And then throughout this, we get cuts to uh, Greg Alexander like singing in different parts of the mall. Sometimes he's got looking, a hat on.
2: Sometimes he yeah, doesn't.
0: Sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes he's in an elevator. Sometimes his band's playing in front of the fountain. Sometimes they're playing just on a random balcony. He's generally smiling. Yeah, not a single piano anywhere in sight. No. Um, at some no. At some point, a food fight kind of like breaks out, or at least people are throwing a bunch of shit while so here's in the background thing. while they play. There is a
2: piano. But it's kind of like, if you go to 2 minutes and 52 seconds, 51, 52 seconds, you can see the piano to the right. But because, it, and it's, what's her name? It's the... Um, uh, Danielle, Danielle Brisebois. Danielle Brisebois. And, uh, but she's kind of off to the side, so the camera pulls in close a lot and cuts her off. Okay. So, she's there playing the piano. Oh, she is there. Yeah. And she's got a megaphone. She's got a megaphone All right, also. Alex, you win this round. <laughs> so, she's in, I think, just out of some a lot of the band shots. Mmm.
0: When we got a guy drinking ice cream straight from the soft serve machine.
2: Yes, that happens. Although, he doesn't appear to actually eat anything. He just kind of, like, puts it on it's his kind mouth. Kind of stacks it on his mouth. And then, like, face. leaves...
0: Yeah, and then the food fight. They catch a security guard. Um, yeah, and a lot of Greg Alexander just kind of shouting the lyrics at you, it's like it's just you know, and dancing in a all straight own. at the camera. Yeah,
2: as they force a rich lady to serve them fast food, she could say no. Is he wearing two shirts, or is he wearing a Mickey Mouse shirt inside out? Um, what? In oh, what? his
0: gray shirt. If you go to like three thirty four. That shirt he's wearing, is it two shirts or has he... Because you can see Mickey Mouse on it, but it's faded. But not faded like a vintage shirt. Faded like either the material displaying the image is on the other side of the fabric or he's wearing a separate shirt.
2: You can see Mickey Mouse.
1: Hmm.
0: Listen, Alex, it's not that important. No. What's important is that they take over the mall. Uh, some of the rich people in the cages are upset about it. Uh, only well, some fade of them out earlier than the actual. Some of them shot. are
2: okay with it.
0: Are some of them okay with it? I mean, after they saw what happened to the one chick who wasn't in a cage, I'd be like, yeah, leave me in here.
2: No, they're all they're all pretty chafed. 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 Chapped. Chapped. They don't like it.
0: They don't like it. <laughs> Let's start talking about covers. Let's talk about Timo Raisinan in two thousand eight. <laughs>
2: From Gothenburg.
0: Hell yeah. Former Gothenburg choir boy and uh, current Swedish indie rocker.
2: Have we talked about this guy?
0: I don't think so. I think we've talked about... I don't remember about... a name like Time for Raisin Bran.
2: <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yep, I think I would too.
0: Um, So this one is like... Uh, we start off with just guitar. Yeah, it's it comes in with like... these kind
2: of like chunky guitar chords. It's a lot faster. It makes the mm. bass feel very like hectic.
0: Yeah. It's very much, it's picked up on the energy from the original and sort of simplified that.
2: Yeah, and it's, it kind of like dropped that like one thing after another feeling just because um, there's a little more differentiation between the second sections uh, Mm -hmm. musically. um, And there's also like some instrumental sections uh, that break things up a bit. Uh, But it is very fast when it is going.
0: Yeah and I think part of it is I don't think Timo's capable of the vocal performance given by Greg Alexander in his version.: Yeah, Greg Alexander
2: and, isn't necessarily like an amazing vocalist, but it definitely sounds very unique in this song, I would say.
0: Yeah, 100 percent. So I think Timo kind of kind of like balances that with a, a higher tempo and some just kind of heavier hits on the on the instruments, like simpler progressions, but heavier with how they hit them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And in particular, like at the beginning, for example, it's like kind of going between two chords, but then like you get this like harder hitting, like more Tom heavy. um, Yeah. Those drums are just doom, doom, doom,
0: doom for most of the song.
2: And it just, yeah, kind of gets that, I don't know, heaviness, but not heaviness in terms of like rock heavy. Because he's not going for like a super heavy thing here because his voice is kind of like yeah it's still very light but it like it gives you the energy yeah it's It's light
0: heavy energy
2: um especially like those kind of chunkier guitar chords Mm Mm-hmm. um and like more and more guitars yeah so there's also like they do um when they get to the pre-chorus they start to add like some more symbols which is the beginning of that kind of Differentiation between the sections more so. hmm Um and then um, these Yeah, like- in
0: that pre chorus section as well, we get like a almost a cappella backup. It's a little tough to hear, but it's like a bop,
2: pop pop pop. Yeah, like way low in the back. hmm. And then the chorus gets this like string pad synth thing doing like a doo 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 doo, like yeah, it's it's just again more differentiation between the sec- sections. Um, mm-hmm. And then once they get to the end of that chorus, there is a like little solo section where they play the intro section kind of again, just shorter.
0: Yeah, instead of doing the "Give it to me now,"
2: "Give it to me now," which is "Give it to me now." I would say generally a good move. If I any version that uses that feels a little weird because it is pretty ad libby yeah. and copying ad libs for a um for a cover is at least copying them straight usually feels comes off as fake uh
0: yeah it really highlights the yeah. like, not <laughs> the unnaturalness of it
2: yeah um as i'm sure we've said a hundred times before a hundred times um
0: yeah um, around the two-minute mark, we get, uh, like, really heavy on the drums. Yes,
2: yeah, so you get this uh, kind of drum roll thing going on.
0: Yeah, and it just, like, kind of keeps going back yeah. and forth <laughs> on <laughs> that <laughs> drum
2: roll. <laughs> yeah, as they and this is during a chorus. Um, the other thing I noticed was the piano chords are very mm-hmm. audible once you get to that point. And it kind of, like, changes the instrumentation around a little bit, and the piano chords really come to the front. Hmm.
0: Yeah, unlike the original, this one is very much like focused on putting forward different segments and being like, this is a distinct segment, this is a segment, this is a segment.
2: Yeah, so it's a little less, I mean, the song itself is still very like vocally focused, but this one puts a little bit more of that focus on the instrumentation.
0: Yeah, it lets the instrument shine a little. And then in the section immediately after that chorus with the, the drum rolls, we get a, a focus on the bass and his vocals.
2: Yes, and it's actually a different, like, it's the drums are still kind of doing like, uh, it's it's like triplets now, so it's still like drum focused. But before it was like playing this very fast across all drums, and now it's staying on one and it's doing, like that kind of like galloping yeah. beat sort of sound.
0: Where, yeah, like, where in the original the uh piano sort of served as the the bottom line, like, it could never get any less energetic than that piano, right. In the drums, fill that role in this one because they are always hitting something, even in that section, they're doing that roll of triplets underneath.
2: Yes, which does serve pretty well to, um, you know, keep up the, the pace, mm-hmm. although they've already made it quite a bit faster.
0: But I think having, uh, I think putting drums in that role in a faster version of this was a successful move. I think the drums are great on this,
2: yeah, especially then you don't have to like play a piano insanely fast. Or something yeah which might be either just difficult or not actually sound that good because yeah it won't hit as hard yeah. you don't it'd be different mm-hmm. for sure
0: so in the uh in the, he does the final verse the bridge verse yes but he changes the second half of it
2: and what does he change it to
0: so he changes it to soulless media misleading, people unaware they're bleeding, no one with their brains believing. It's so sad you lost the meaning.
2: Yeah, um It's definitely like more general, and the original felt a bit odd being so such so like a specific call out. Mm-hmm. But it almost it's it almost made it feel like kind of like a diss track which it wasn't, really. And obviously, mm-hmm. that's not how he meant it, because he's, like, apologized for it to the people. Yeah. Um. So this kind of makes more sense and makes it well, feel I a little less like 90s. A,
0: I read this as a direct comment on... On the, that line? Yeah, on rather the media focusing on that last half of the verse. You
2: lost the meaning because you focused on the celebrity yeah. side of it? Mm-hmm. Well, that would make sense, and that would be a good thing to do.
0: Yeah, so I thought it was a pretty, like, yeah, it works on a general sense, like you said, but it also works in the, uh, sort of the context around the original song. And so I think that's a successful rewrite of lyrics.
2: So way to go, Timo? Time? Timo.
0: It could be Timo, Timo. Timo. Time for Raisinets. That's all I got for you, Time for, for Raisinets.
2: You, man. That was Raisin Bran.
0: Well, I changed it. Raisinets makes more sense. There's no B in <laughs> it. Raisinets makes more sense.
2: Um, And they have a bit of a fade out in this one, too. Yeah. It's a coward's fade out.
0: It is the coward's fade out.
2: Sometimes I hate that. I don't hate it in these ones so far.
0: Yeah, so far, like, it's, it's pretty fine. Yeah. Better to end out on a high note than have some, like, weird way to try and transition things down to an end.
2: I suppose. You know, like yeah
0: <laughs> like what, when you're jamming with friends you're like are we gonna end this song yet are we gonna end this you're like nah, nah, duh. okay it's done now
2: and it is done
0: it is done and with that we're going to talk about picking on in 2016. <laughs>
2: Talk about picking on before yes they do kind of country and or bluegrass style covers of pop songs with a lot of banjo yeah. and acoustic guitar
0: and so there are a compilation of uh bands so they get a bunch of people to contribute to these picking on albums um, some of the main bands that contribute to that are Iron Horse, Cornbread Red, and the infamous String Dusters. Now, for some reason, Pickin' On never lists who does the track by tracks. Like usually, the compilation albums will have like this song, Dash, and then it's you know Fucko and the Boys or whoever. Fucko and the Boys. <laughs> this one doesn't have that. Sometimes secondhand songs will actually list the the real band and not Pickin' On. Right. But they didn't do that for this one, so no idea who did it. But it is from the Pickin' On series. Yeah, I don't
2: know who did this one. Um, So he basically, like, like, an acoustic version of the song uh, with, like, a country accent singing the lyrics.
0: Yeah, which I guess passes for bluegrass.
2: Mm, I guess. Um, It's also fun to hear him say frenemies. (laughs) um, Because that seems like, I don't know, like, more urban slang to me.
0: That's that's definitely like yeah, closer to junior high teenage girls talk than anything else. Yeah,
2: especially in 2016. Um this version to me just feels odd because it the song itself doesn't feel like rural in any way. Yeah. It's very like at least suburban, but I guess that or urban depending on um how particular you want to be. And like Poppy and turning into bluegrass just felt kind of awkward to me um i yeah that's kind of what i have to say about this one and other than that like instrumentally it's basically just like violin and guitar i don't even think it's banjo
0: yeah no no banjo it's like two guitars and uh and a violin and like that's pretty much it um yeah it's very laid back it's uh it's not quite the like sort of energetic backing track of the other versions we've talked about it's just kind of like uh you know, closer to your singer songwriter style, where you lay down the chords and you just go over top of that.
2: Yeah, um, but and but all it's just odd in the way it, like, because of the themes, I think. Yeah, I don't know, and like and the it's... the the imagery doesn't it it doesn't feel small town. No, to me. Uh, and the that's... vocal performances
0: that's... don't offer enough to let the instruments sort of slack as much as they do. <laughs>
2: That's fair. That's a fair assessment. Um, there's
0: no no real energy to this piece.
2: It is much lower energy. Um there's also like a weird backup vocal I want to point out. It's about like 216 217. 217. Mhm. And like he says your friend and then there's a backup vocal that says friend and there's like no other backup vocals. Like they don't repeat any other lines except for yeah, that. Yeah, that is odd. It's it's very awkward. Um the other thing they do in this one, just to point a couple of random things out. Um, yeah. In the chorus, they do the like kind of that like multi-track vocal thing where like you could sing both parts because he does in the original, but it's clearly mm-hmm. like there's no breathing, and like they're close enough together that. Like there's no way he could sing it that close together without breathing, right. kind of thing.
0: So they, they turn it into like a call and response, but it's clearly the same. Yeah, guy. It's just the same
2: guy. Uh, he ends up they end up double tracking him on the third verse. Yeah, that's completely. right. And yeah, there's like not much else to say about this version.
0: Not much else. They they do the give it to me now bit, give but they don't they don't do the uh the final verse, the bridge verse.
2: Yeah, which I I wouldn't I don't blame anyone for cutting that out. Although changing it, you are cowards. Changing changing it. it. Was a good move.
0: Hell yeah. I think that went fucking smoothly.
2: And yeah. I don't and with that, we're going to
0: smoothly move into Panda Transport in also 2016. Wake up, kids. we
3: got the Age 14, we've got you down on your knees. So busy still saying Please.
2: Panda Transport. Same year. So... They called this Songs We Used to Hate, so I guess they used to not like this song. Probably yeah. because it was popular. Probably. It I'm also has God Only
0: Knows by the Beach Boys on this album. Oh. I like the concept of that, though. Yeah. Because it admits, it admits that your music taste isn't infallible and that it's okay to like poppy
2: yeah. stuff. Got, like, some, got some flaming lips. Yeah. I don't know most of the other songs. Wait, is T in the Sahara The Police? I don't know. Yes, it is. Yeah. So, anyway. um, This version... Oh, Panda Transport. They claim to be a French guy and an American girl. Uh, They're a little sensual, and they're a lounge electro-pop act.
0: Yeah, so that's Kathy Compton on vocals with... uh I don't know how to say his first name. T-H-I-E-R-R-Y. Is that just Terry for French people?
2: You know, I thought it was just like theory, but... But I realize now I don't know how to say it.
0: Um. So yeah, Thierry Holweck or Terry Holweck on the instruments.
2: It's definitely a French name.
0: Mm-hmm. So it starts out with crowd noises. This one, like a like a bar or a coffee shop or something. Yeah, just
2: like Thierry. I just Thierry. looked up how to pronounce it. Um. Yeah, it's just this like uh. uh where have I written it down? Bar chatter sound effects.
0: Yeah, like, you hear a bit of glass clinking, yeah. people talking.
2: And then they get this, like, filtered, um, just drum machine playing, like, doo-doo-doo-doo, yeah. which is the rhythm from the original, or close to it. Mm-hmm. And then it's, like, a very sudden cut to, like, switching. They, like, cut out for a second. They're, like, mm-hmm. a brief instant, and then suddenly, like, the, the sound effect's gone, and then the the... Music's louder, and they come with a guitar playing chords.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's like a shift, but then the before and after aren't that different. It's like the addition of a bass that really makes it different. Right. Um, And yeah, the bass compared to the original, it's similar, but instead of letting the bass kind of like walk around and do a lot of variations, it very much like establishes a groove that it does kind of over and over again.
2: Yeah, I mean, they call themselves electropop, and I think that kind of fits that better with more so with that kind of like more repetitive structure yeah, where think, you can I kind of program hit a, solid a lot tone of tone with it. Um, the vocals come in as well. Yeah, I, just, I mean, they seem pretty straightforward as far as like female electropop vocals go to me. Like, they're yeah. a little bit like they're kind of double track, they're not like super energetic.
0: Yeah, especially you throw in that lounge descriptor,
2: and yeah. like, anybody can probably take a pretty good guess at what her vocals we... sound like. Yeah. So it's kind of what I expected. And then we get to the pre chorus. Mm hmm. And they bring in a synthesizer, and I don't really like it.
0: Yeah, it's that kind of buzzy, round sounding one, right?
2: Yeah. I, I don't think it. F- I feel like they could have softened it up a bit and it would have fit a little better it just to me feel like doesn't blend with the rest of it
0: yeah it sounds like it's coming from a different song and <laughs> it doesn't quite yeah, it's belong just like, in here bam
2: bam that's too rough
0: around the edges you need something a little smoother
2: yeah and like i think a little bit too immediate too you could like slow the attack a bit and maybe soften yeah. it up a bit like it it just feels it doesn't and i'm trying to think if there's a reason that that makes sense like in the context of the music, and I don't think there is.
0: And like it's still a little present in the chorus, but it's I think more it works in better the in back. the chorus. Yeah, I think it works a lot better in the chorus, but you're right, in that pre-chorus, it's it it's, again makes me think of jam sessions. Like you're like, no, I'm gonna try this sound. It's like, blah, blah. like okay, nope, not yeah, that sounds <laughs> like me. That sounds play.
2: like me in jam sessions. <laughs> like, Let me try this. <laughs> no, no, not that. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it, it definitely feels like it it could have they could have thought of it some more but then once they get to the chorus it kind of does this little like electro pop riff where it goes like like that works better but yeah. like before when it's just like holding notes it's how do i say awkward I, I don't think it fits
0: mm-hmm. and yeah like the chorus i think has a pretty good vibe to it it's not that heavy hitting like high energy of the original but you get this nice little doon 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 Yeah, the
2: synth is kind of, like, active enough that it gives it a little more energy. Yeah. Which is, I mean, like where it, you're getting a lot of your energy from in synth pop. like
3: Yeah, it's If it the vocals the are that, like,
2: laid-back, kind of double-tracked kind of deal. Mm-hmm. You know? Smoky eyes, staring into the middle distance. You know what I'm talking about. I don't need to describe yeah, it anymore.
0: Yeah, I feel you. I'm doing it right now.
2: <laughs> huh. I'm staring at my notes. <laughs> Um, yeah, me too
0: <laughs> I put the middle distance though so you know I can I can read them
2: perfect um, um she's coming
0: home baby you're the tops yeah so they kind of do <laughs> the ad-libbing section which again doesn't sound great
2: yeah it's as we said awkward but
0: yeah and the rest of this song is pretty like consistent it's just kind of the same shit over and over again right
2: yeah pretty similar like there's this small kind of like almost guitar solo but it's basically just the guitar from the beginning yeah so yeah i i didn't dislike this one but i didn't like i i didn't like that synthesizer in the pre-chorus yeah. um also That's... i didn't find it that interesting overall
0: no it certainly got more of a leg to stand on than the picking on version but it's definitely definitely at the same time it it's just like uh um... It's a version that doesn't need to exist.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure they had fun making it or whatever. Like, it's yeah, not, I... it's not, it's not all there. I feel like it could, it could have had a bit more. Like it was, like they did some decent stuff with it. There, there's a a case to make an electro pop version like this of this song for sure. But I feel like this mm-hmm. one needed a little bit longer in the oven, to use a metaphor.
0: Yeah, it just needs a little. Yeah, it needs more time in the oven. It needs. Just something to beef it up a little. Put more beef in the oven. Come back to us. Panda Transport. Yeah. Um, until then, we're gonna talk about Charming Horses featuring Grace Grundy in 2017.
2: Friend that meets you when you're down in your friend. Every night we smash Mercedes Benz. we run and then we laugh till we cry. We will. Uh Charming Horses is some kind of dance artist um there's ab-
0: a dj slash producer from cologne
2: okay that's a lot better than i could i find i'm looking at the about on the facebook page and it says from the heart to that's the number two the hip Hmm. meaning it makes you dance
0: was there a colon between two and the hip
2: from the heart to colon the hip um no there's not
0: <laughs> i just checked the uh the spotify bio Probably a good and move. Yeah, I a... accidentally
2: looked up Charming Heroes first, and that is hmm. a brand of charm bracelets. Huh. Turns out. Censor that, though. It's we, a they, day's they sponsor.
0: Can't... Yeah. Do y'all More need for... a charm bracelet? Charming
2: Heroes. Does your mom want a brand of charm bracelets to chase after for a couple of years before moving on to another one? <laughs> it, Mother's Day is coming up. <laughs> <laughs>
3: We're okay, talking so I- shit about
2: my mom on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, apparently.
0: Apparently. Is your mom into charm bracelets? Uh,
2: there were like I there were two brands she's had. I don't know if she's collecting still in the second. I exaggerated the problem. Um, but there was this one where like the links would all fit together It was kinda neat. But I'm sure they broke. So there's a lot of moving parts. Um well,
0: I mean if it's real, Alex, it never dies, so I guess she so got the fakes. Must be
2: fake. <laughs> um, yeah, she likes she likes uh, that kind of jewelry.
0: All right, well, shout out to Alex's mom. Uh, if you guys want to send her Hey, some mom, I'm jewelry. probably not
2: getting you a charm bracelet or a charm for Mother's Day. So Sorry. You're not listening Alex's to this, mom. so it doesn't matter.
0: doesn't matter. So, yeah, he's a DJ producer from Cologne. He does DJ shit um uh grace grundy is a uk singer songwriter who's the, allegedly known for her cover songs um yeah, i just like to point out that grundy like that. is a uh is a new zealand term for underwear oh
2: i remember that a grundy run
0: yeah ah. and it also also her bio says she's a hotly anticipated artist to follow in 2020 um
2: good for her
0: yeah I um, hope that's still going well for you, Grace Grundy. Yeah. <laughs> also, Solomon Grundy. Yes. Just if I'm you're just going to say that. I'm not going to follow up on that. I'm Rhymes. just going to say Solomon Grundy. Uh, just yeah. Grundy's.
2: Uh, Miss Grundy. I f- didn't we just have a Grundy? I feel like I talked about I, I, Miss Grundy.
0: T- tell you what, I'm having a Grundy right now. Oh, I'm
2: a bit of a Grundy myself. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. So she does, uh, if you looked at her covers, they're kind of all the same idea which is what this is, which is slow versions. Like, this is slow acoustic, but the electronic version of that. Like, it's slow, kind of moody.
0: Yeah, I kind of took this as, like, the summer jam version of it, you know? It
2: is, but she still sings it, like, slow, you know? Right. And the summer jam parts, because it's kind of got that, like, trap poppy sort of thing going on with the synthesizers. Mm -hmm. That's not Grace Grundy. That's Charming Horses.
0: Yeah, that's DJ producer from Cologne, Charming Horses.
2: Yeah. I'm surprised
0: we didn't do a Wild Horses bit, Alex.
2: Wild Horses. (laughs) No, we say Charming
0: Horses instead.
2: Charming Horses.
0: I guess it doesn't fit.
2: I thought it worked. Anyway. Um, (laughs) I mean, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so... (laughs) I... (laughs) Uh, (laughs) so this opens up with some like piano it's that like
0: and if my notes are to be believed some chode guitar
2: (laughs) (laughs) sounds like that to me um I don't know what I was trying to write Alex maybe no guitar um echoed echoed guitar guitar. okay (laughs) chode guitar uh it's just short and fat. Um, <laughs> so the, her first couple lines, she sounds like she's got like a mouthful of marbles. Of course. Um, I don't know if that's just her accent because she does have an English accent that becomes very apparent later on. Or if she's just not enunciating very well. I can't tell.
0: Yeah, is she trying to hit maybe as low as she can go? She's got almost that kind of vocal fry sound going on to me.
2: Could be.
0: Could be real. Well,
2: yeah, but it's, it's that like relaxed more relaxed jaw kind of modern pop singing. That's yeah. maybe healthier, I don't know, but it's pretty common these days. Mm-hmm. Um I don't wanna disparage it. But I feel like she could work on her enunciation a bit. But also maybe it's just her accent and I'm being a dickhead. Could
0: be. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, very apparent when you hit the chorus her uh her accent.
2: Yeah. Um
0: But before we get there <clears throat> um, We got some trap yeah, so pop get the vocals. Would you say trap pop? I, I don't know. No, you pop. did don't earlier. Don't I
2: did, but would you say it as well? Would you agree? Oh yeah. Okay, good. But
0: I, I throw around that label anytime something brings in hand drums for two seconds. Yeah, so What's it brings in off? hand drums
2: for two seconds. You know what this song has? Vibes.
0: This song's got, it's got fucking vibes. Um, do you mean vibes as in like vibrations or as in vibrators?
2: Both. Nice. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just feel like this song focuses on vibes. Yeah, it's
0: yes that is a a strange thing to say but i agree with it um and it's yeah because like in the the verses it's like hand snaps her singing and then just kind of like this tropical arpeggiating at the bottom being
2: like yes it's that like like that's what i associate with trop pop is that i gotta listen to more of it apparently to be sure
0: i think it's got that tone
2: of like it's a tone but also like the way it plays like you kind of like Mm. have that like kind of hand drummy sound throughout. And then when you get to your big chorus, it's just like, <laughs> but like a better melody.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's very much like, I wonder if you could isolate some, some trop pop note progressions.
2: Yeah. Cause I feel like this is that, but it's also kind of like, it sounds like a voice almost like that, eh, 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 like
0: oh yeah the the vocal messing yeah. around is that stuff? a different that's synthesizer more from electronic what you talking music about music than specifically trop. right but yeah it definitely plays a role in here and that's uh yeah so after the first run of chorus and verse we get that uh like vocal mess around
2: yeah i just i don't know i really feel like the way they do this chorus in the beginning like like I've heard, heard this before
0: mm-hmm. oh yeah you could uh, kind of like take this backing track and even the vocals I mean just take the backing track and then swap out the vocals with any well you could put fast car in here you could put fucking like take me home tonight in here you could, any song you want you could just throw it into this and be like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the, now the trap pop version of that
2: yeah Exactly.
0: Like you could put Angel from Montgomery into this.
2: Angel from Montgomery. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's worth noting out that this is the radio edit. So I assume this is a there's a dance version out there that's like 9 minutes long.
2: I guess yeah, and it's kind of more of the same but you dance to it longer. Yeah. Which makes sense. More dancing. Yeah. Um yeah, I... Uh, no
0: give it to me now. No uh, final verse. Give
2: it to me now. Yeah, so I don't have much else to say about it. They do like an octave drop on the vocals. Yeah. It sounds a little bit funny, but it's not actually funny. It's just, I don't know, low.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Sorry, I got distracted by Grace Grundy's page. It said artists like her were imaginary future which
2: uh oh that's not that's not a (laughs) not high praise i i mean i wouldn't want that association personally no um yeah it tells y'all need to know um yeah like
0: it's a generic trop pop dance one it's like it's not grading but it's not great
2: yeah someone played it late at night in the summer dance along whatever yeah fuck it
0: uh, um, speaking of songs that uh versions that also meet that same description, Harriet 2018, English singer-songwriter, a fan of The Carpenters and the Beatles, which she calls classic music.
3: Wake up, kids, we've got the Still saying please.
2: Yeah. There's a lot of musical groups called Harry. Yeah. There's a lot I was of people thankful named Harry. She had sing. a Spotify bio. Yeah. Um, I found her Facebook page. Mm. Um, she's from London. That's pretty much all I learned. She's got a, a live album called Piano Sessions Plus. It is not available digitally, it is only available mm. on CD. On CD? Yeah. Come on. It's, it's a physical exclusive. You can order it from her website.
0: I will not, Alex, but thank you for the offer. You can.
2: Um, yeah. So she kind of sticks with like a bright opening in this, uh, then gets some drums in there. And then this is like organ sound. And the organ kind of stays throughout. Yeah,
0: like very upbeat drums, kind of like a rock beat plus. Plus? Like piano yeah.
2: sessions plus?
0: Yeah, exactly like that.
2: Actually, the organ the organ doesn't play during the verse, but... No, it doesn't. Yeah, anyway.
0: But, and yeah, so the piano tries to fulfill the role of the piano in the original, but it's not as good at that.
2: (sighs) I mean, there's still a piano sound, and they're kind of like strumming the guitar.
0: Yeah, the bass is mixed quieter on this one. It's just like a, it's like it has less punch than the original.
2: That was kind of yeah. It just felt like a kind of underwhelming version. There's not a ton that they change or that they do like different. Mm-hmm. It just feels like this kind of like toothless soft rocky version of the original. Whereas I'm not gonna say the original had this like hard edge to it.
0: Yeah, the original doesn't have like grit on the outside, but it has like it at least feels energy.
2: Yeah, it has energy and it feels sincere. Yeah. And this one kind of just files away any edge remaining and smooths like a, everything out.
0: And exactly.
2: Yeah. Doesn't have that same earnest sincerity. Mm hmm.
0: This is like if the, the original version is kind of like a, like an angry child in that, like if that kid starts punching you, you're gonna be like, Oh, this kid's really giving it all he's got. Like this, he right. thinks this is hard it doesn't as fuck hurt
2: necessarily, but clearly <laughs> there's some emotion behind it.
0: Yeah. Whereas this one is like an adult mocking that. <laughs> yeah. They're like, well, I'm going to put in as much energy as that kid did, which for me, it's not a lot. Yeah.
2: This is how you punch, piece of shit. <laughs>
0: you little bitch. Um. Beyond that, yeah, this version's boring. It's boring. It has a, a more natural fade out than other versions, but still fade out. Uh, and Harriet thinks the Carpenters and the Beatles are classic music so she she can get the fuck out of here I mean
2: I like the Beatles
0: I like the Beatles but I I I mean they're classic rock or even classic pop I guess so just classic
2: classic classical
0: yeah I don't know anyway
2: Carpenters are cool too I guess
0: Carpenters are they're alright um but you know what's also alright to move on to Beacon Street in
1: 2018 wake up you've got the Disease, age 14. We got you down on your knees. So polite, you're busy
3: still saying please.
2: So, is Beacon Street the number one Bostonian performing band or whatever?
0: I don't know. I think it's a street in Boston for sure.
2: It is a street in Boston. There's this band from Boston that does events mostly called Beacon Street. Beacon Um, Street Band? The Beacon Street Band. Um, And this is just Beacon Street. Yeah. And they only have this song on Spotify.
0: I'm not seeing in their photo on their website, Beacon Street Band. I see a guy with a horn. I'm not seeing any stringed instruments.
2: Yeah, I don't know, man. I wasn't sure. It, It doesn't quite work. Anyway. Let's talk about the song. They seem to yeah. probably be from Boston, if nothing else. Mm hmm. This is like the slow acoustic version.
3: They actually have yeah. strings too.
2: Um like the there's clearly the guitar at the beginning, str- uh picking mostly, but there's also like a another lower stringed instrument plucking strings.
0: Yeah um sorry i was just looking at they list like some of the songs they do mm-hmm. uh they play they do not list this song as one of them so that's maybe more evidence that they uh, are not the band we're talking yeah, it about it
2: doesn't seem to be the right group
0: but they've got six reviews and uh they had a 4.8 out of five It's pretty good so if y'all are looking for a wedding band hey in boston <laughs> in boston in boston and you pay them enough they'll probably come out to where you are but let's be real. You don't want to do that. I certainly don't. Um. Yeah. So, like you said, it starts out like acoustic. It's a very subdued version. Like honestly, I think this is just. I mean, I guess with all the instruments, it can't be one person, but unless they just did all the instruments and layered them, but you know, very, this features yeah. Mac,
2: according to the album artwork.
0: Hmm. Here's the weird thing about this one right off the bat, Alex.
2: Sure. She does a first line. She doesn't say kids. She doesn't. She just says wake up. Yeah. We've got the dreamer's disease. She just pauses and doesn't say kids. Um, But then the next and they cut out the second half of the first verse. What? They don't do the second half of the first verse.
0: That's also weird.
2: Yeah, they go right into it's more like first course, first course, first course. In this version. Yeah. Um, I'd actually be curious if you could do, like, an A-A-B-A thing where you did, like, first half of the first verse, then the first half of the second verse, then the third verse, which is the alternate verse, and then the f- second half of the first verse tacked onto the end. That mm. might be crazy. I'm, I'd be curious to try it, though. Try it, Alex. And um, get back to me with the results. Also, once we get into that chorus, I believe, takes to the chorus. Yeah, uh, That's when, like, the... the or maybe when just when she starts singing. It's like um I think it's a chorus. The violins actually start to like play instead of just like plucking.
0: Yeah, so they do that kind of like swell.
2: Yeah, and I mean it's a pre- it's like it's an acoustic version. It's an acoustic version of the song. Um it does like you said almost sound like a solo artist kind of playing the piano with other instruments around. Um, yeah. And there's like some I mean clearly there's like some string arrangement on this. So mm-hmm. it's 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 an odd version. I, I again am not super into this one. Right. Generally, when they bring the energy down, I think that kills a lot of the song.
0: It does, um, but, but in this version in particular, around two forty-five, we uh, maybe it starts at around no, yeah, around two forty-five, we start to get a real swell.
2: Yeah, that kind of like, like orchestral like, swell.
0: Yeah, so we bring that energy in at the end of this. It makes it like a an emotional plea, rather than like a, like a sort of revolutionary anthem. It's like a one-on-one, like, hey, you, don't give up. Right. I'm telling you that personally kind of vibe.
2: Still don't give up.
0: Yeah. So I thought that played well. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe you don't need fucking two minutes and 45 seconds of build-up to get to that moment for this song, but...
2: Maybe like it's better I to mean have
0: that than not have it.
2: It felt better than like the Harriet version. Mm-hmm. It felt more sincere than that, so I certainly don't want to knock it. Um, yeah. Too much because like it's decent. They cut a little bit out for time, um, but I really kind of filed it away under like slow acoustic covers. Even though there's a little more to it than that, because it's not just. Like a solo artist playing on piano or something. Yeah. Or with an acoustic guitar, heaven forbid.
0: I think it was a slow acoustic version that tried something. I don't know if it necessarily hit the mark, but like it made some moves.
2: Yeah, it's like a little more.
0: Like it tries some texture settings with the strings, like you're saying. Sometimes they're plucked, sometimes they're actually, you know, bowed. Um, we get piano in there, we get a bit of acoustic guitar and we get quieter moments and then much louder moment at the end and a very abrupt ending.
2: Yes. It ends very suddenly. Which she is, like does a, a course, complete opposite of the original. Or she says the this world is going to pull through and just kind of mm-hmm. like pff, done silence. Like, yeah. That's all I got to
0: say. I think this one stuck with me more than a lot of the, the previous versions we've talked about.
2: Cause it's kind of something different in mm-hmm. but like it's, done decently
0: yeah done with like some idea of we were going to do something with this song right on with that we're going to talk about a a fucking cover me regular scary pockets featuring laura mace in 2019 scary pockets
2: is back heard of scary pockets before uh they're a band mostly led by this jack conte guy Mm -hmm. who does stuff um he usually plays a Rhodes organ and then there's other artists who are invited to play along and they kind of all perform and record in a single room and there's usually a video of them performing as there is in this one Um, Mm -hmm. this one's interesting (laughs) because this one's interesting because it has a few um, guests I mean usually they're all guests but I actually recognize some of them in this one so this one features Jack Stratton of Wolfpack on the organ Uh, you may recognize you may um, I could pretty much not hear the organ at all in this song Um, and bill wurtz on drums so that's fun fucks bill wurtz he's that guy from the internet he does that history of everything ever video oh yeah
0: do you think that's why all their songs are so mediocre is this just people who do other things it's just are, other like, people hobbyist musicians
2: um well i don't know i don't know if i wouldn't call jack stratton a hobbyist musician but also he but barely yeah, doesn't. him anything.
0: being the exception. But fucking history of everything guy, like.
2: Yeah, I don't. Doesn't he also do like music though? I don't know. Does he? I mean, he clearly plays the drums. I guess. Um, I just.
0: This is where I have finally decided that I do not like scary pockets. Don't,
2: li- don't like scary pockets. I'm still always back and forth on them because I feel like.
0: They're...
2: Generally speaking, and including on this song, like they don't quite get there, for me.
0: What's, I feel like they're too obsessed with, like, like, putting in little techniques and flourishes rather than creating an actual functioning song.
2: So you didn't like the bass slide?
0: No, I didn't like that bass slide. <laughs> and I, even when the guitar tried to incorporate it in the chorus, I thought that was...
2: Kind of like doing know, little right. runs. Feels more like like showing off to you.
0: Yeah, and that, that Give It To Me Now, where they're like,
2: yes. Awful. They kinda awesome. they, they decide to switch up the second post chorus, I believe it is. Yeah. And instead of say the words, just do like a mini mini me. Sound kinda like Beaker from Yeah. From the Muppets. But there's just
0: like no precedent for that.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, usually when people incorporate the post choruses in the the ad lib section, it's pretty awkward. Uh mm-hmm so it's something different but yeah i don't know i think i think when they record it's very like all right this is the day we're going to record everyone like they decide on a song and then invite people in and they're like all right what are you what are you going to play like you just have to like come up with everything there and then they record like in in the same day kind of thing i guess that's my impression should, like i think it's it something sucks, like that don't release yeah, so it's just like kind of hectic um i don't think it sucks but as I mentioned, I think it's kind of doesn't quite get where it could be. Um, obviously, it's it's Scary Pockets, so they're going for this like funk funk sound thing. They come yeah. in with kind of like a you know, funk guitar, um, and then and yeah, then like Jack Conte comes like told them in it's about the notes you don't play, and the they're notes.
0: like, "Oh, I get it." <gasps> and so they have to do that like all the time. Like, look, I'm not playing something here. And then I play the guitar for a couple, like a, chicken, oh, uh, chicka
1: chicka, chicka. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: yeah. So it's pretty straightforward, like funk stuff. Um, the way they do the the verse, because the, those first three syllables in each verse are done by the backup vocalist, so it kind of becomes this yeah. like kind of call and response sound. Or the Wait. opposite of that. Wait a minute. I'm crazy. None of this is happening.
0: Does it happen somewhere? <laughs> Fuck. What did I write down? With, with the call and response thing? Yeah, it does
2: happen. In the verse. Oh, he... Okay, no. He joins in on the first three syllables. It's not a call and response. It's doubled up on the first three syllables. And then she... Yeah, you're looking at vocals. the uh,
0: 225 moment for the call and response.
2: Yeah, that's later. Yeah. So there's just this guy with a Duran Duran shirt and a shaker. Yeah. Um who's singing backup vocals. His name is Mike G. Mr. Duran Duran. Mr. Duran Duran. <laughs> um There's also because they have also got this kind of like syncopation thing going on between the the vocals which have that like dun 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 and the chords, because the chords are not timed the chords on the roads are not timed exactly with the When when the vocals comes in, so it's kind of this like staggering. So you got that Mm -hmm. like extra kind of rhythm there.
0: You know what I always say: if you can get extra rhythm in there,
2: get extra rhythm. Put as much rhythm as you can. I mean,
0: hell yeah! More like you got the rhythm in you. Am I right? (laughs) Yeah.
2: I mean, if you got it, flaunt it. Am I right?
0: Fucking a, right, Alex?
2: Uh. Um. They've also got. Oh. oh here's my other yeah sure right,
0: you go ahead you're starting oh uh
2: partway through the the verse like kind of like you were saying like it's a lot of like flourishes um they kind of do like a pause thing in the middle mm-hmm. of the verse and it seems like oh they're going to transition into a chorus but they do not transition mm-hmm. to chorus they just bring it back down and do the second half of the verse right and you know i love pauses
0: i do love a good pause and i know you do I love that as well. Here's what I don't love here, Alex. Uh, first verse, they do the first line correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, wake up, kids. We got, you, we got, the, we dreamers got the dreamer's disease. disease. And then they say, age 14, the original line is, they got you down on your knees. Laura Mace has decided to say, for some reason, we got you down yeah, on your knees. I
2: think one of the other versions says that too, and now I can't remember which one it was. It might have been Panda hmm. Transport. And might have been. It's weird because obviously it changes the, the perspective, um, yeah. in a strange way.
0: You do not want to be associated with the people getting fourteen-year-olds yep. down on their knees. Yep,
2: definitely. That's de- I'm I'm out. I'm out for that one. <laughs> yeah, it's that's what y'all are doing here. No, thank no you. No, thank you. <laughs> um, what else have we got?
1: Um... There's a lot of little things I could
2: I could. Uh point out they kind of they're trying to make things funky and like you said there's a lot of these like flourishes like in between lines they'll like do a quick pause or in i think it's the pre-chorus like they pause and then the bass does like a slide down yeah i swear to god
0: i've heard that bass slide down in every single scary pockets maybe
2: it's the same bass player i don't know
0: that's the move i got baby
2: who's nick campbell
0: i don't know uh, according to their own description one of the best uh session
2: musicians in the la area um and yeah i like could not hear like in the video you can see jack stratton turn around and start to play the organ couldn't Mm -hmm. hear a thing until like right at the end and it kind of sounds like he might be doing the same thing the bass is doing so i feel like that's a bit of a missed opportunity yeah as a jack stratton fan i'm underwhelmed yeah i mean i don't even like
0: wolfpack that much but like some of their shit slaps and if he can't even save this like bland funk track, then like what can, man?
2: I don't know, man. What can? I don't know.
0: And I'm coming on hard on this. It's a perfectly passable version, but eh, it's just like
2: eh. I don't. Th- I get the idea. You're not really into their sh- their whole thing.
0: Yeah, and just watching them in this music video, all looks so goddamn self satisfied. <laughs>
2: It's, yeah it, it kind of feels like that's sort of the purpose like it's a lot of established skilled musicians just like fucking around
0: yeah it just rubs me the wrong way and maybe i am just a curmudgeon who hates fun maybe that's but always possible I do not like scary pockets alex anything else to say about this cover
2: um not really
0: all right we're gonna get into our final verdicts we got three categories today the worst version, the best version, and the version that you could kick the ass of. All right. Alex, take it away. What is the worst version of this?
2: What is the worst version of this? I think it's picking on just because is it picking on? No, I'm going to give it to picking on. Just it felt like so detached from the song to me. I like barely have anything about it. I was really struggling to talk about it, so I'm going to give it to picking yeah. on. I don't
0: know that's fair um, for me, pick it on wasn't that bad because it would still try to like switch genres for me, even if it didn't do that well and it sounded strange. I was like, This is what you guys do. Harriet for me was just a, a nothing oh, yeah. version, it was like, Oh, here's the same general setup, but not as good.
3: And yeah, it, it really didn't Why am I listening do to this? anything.
2: It like kind of added an organ, but that didn't make much of a difference. Like, I'm a sucker for a good organ. Oh, yeah. Which is probably why I'm so disappointed by (laughs) the Scary Pockets version, or at least by Jack Stratton's, um, what's the word? Contribution. (laughs) Yeah. Because I can see the organ, but I can't hear it.
0: Can't hear it. That's devastating. Yeah, so here it's my worst. Alex, what's the
2: best version of this? What is the best version of this? They all had problems. Mm Mm-hmm. Which one did I like the most, though? It's not Panda Transport. It's obviously not picking on. It's not Charming Horses. It's not Harriet. I think it might be Timo.
0: Fuck yeah. I think it might be Timo. I agree 100%, Alex. That's my pick, too. Yeah. He's, like... It's simple, the things he does. And it's it's not a bold move from the original. No. But... It's, like, the increased tempo, sort of different stuff going on with the instruments, and uh, I think his rewrite of the back half of that final verse uh, show a real, like, r- like knowledge of the song, and obviously an appreciation for it.
2: Right, it, like, it's, it acknowledges the original song, but it also fits generally, like, out of context, fits with the rest of the song, mm-hmm. and, like, works on that level, so it's a pretty good. pretty good job.
0: It's like a very loving cover, and I think that's what kind of pushes it from the rest of these. Sounds right but to with me, that, man. Alex. whose ass do you think you could kick?
2: Well, we don't know who did the pick on one, so I can't say for certain. Yeah, that's a mystery. <laughs> um, this guy in the Duran Duran shirt, <laughs> Mister Duran. I think it's probably just him. Probably, just there's not a lot of people I could fight successfully. Um, that's fair. <laughs> he might if he uses the shaker. My odds go down significantly, but if he doesn't have the shaker, <laughs> I think I think I could hold my own.
0: He's just scared of the noise. He starts shaking and like, yeah. Ah! Yeah.
2: Although I have this kazoo I made the other day. Mm. Doesn't work very well. <laughs>
0: Incredible, Alex. Um, yeah, so that's you're going with scary pockets. I think if I was I was to kick, you know what, Alex? I could probably take on the old guy from picking on. I feel like yeah, yeah. Fuck him. T-
2: take a chance on that one. Yeah,
0: <laughs> he's trying to appeal to the youth with this song. Like, yeah, he's he's past his prime. He's forgotten who he is. That's what I have to say about that, Alex. That is our uh, main segment. Uh, you know. If you got a similar opinion, different opinion, or want to talk about a version we didn't talk about, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, hashtag CoverMePod, at JakeTheCressy, at some AlexWiseGuy. Um, if you want to ask us a question or tell us a song we should cover, send us a link to one of your covers or send us a link to a virus. Uh, CoverMePod at gmail.com. Hit us up. Send us emails. Be sure to rate and review us and subscribe to us. We're on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcasting app. And now... It's time for a bonus segment. I'm excited. That I, I oh God, no, Alex. I haven't prepared a bonus segment today. Oh. Because the surprise for this bonus segment.
2: Oh, no. Well, we've gone pretty long.
0: We have gone pretty long. So just answer me a quick question, Alex. Uh, what's, a, what's a great song with an organ in it?
2: I mean, you want to talk about, like, the song with an organ in it? Chest yes. Fever by the band.
0: Sorry, one more time. That was...
2: Chest Fever by the Chest band. Chest Fever by the band. That's like that's like prime organ in a rock and roll. So well, like rock, roots rock song. Um, what else is a good organ usage? Obviously, a lot of the Doors. Right, it's the Doors. I'm trying to think yeah. of a good other example. Um, hmm.
0: Yeah, my mind is shot for organ songs right now. I don't know why, but, uh... Yeah, that fucking L.A. woman, that's a great organ song.
1: Or am I thinking Roadhouse Blues?
0: Is that even an organ? Nobody knows.
2: Oh, um... (laughs) Get Organized by Boston. There you go. That's a solid. There's one. one. Um, there's a lot of organ, a lot of different songs, and they feel very different. Uh, but those are the ones that are springing to mind right now, and those are all solid places to start. Hell
0: yeah. Let me uh, let me just say yes to those, and then mention my favorite song. Mm-hmm. A Whiter shade of pale from Procol Harum. You're a big
2: Procol Harum fan.
0: Huge, Alex. A definitely did you look up an article on good. Ultimate Classic Rock?
2: But um, I for some reason have never listened, like barely listened to a wider shade of pale, oh, or Procol Harum generally.
0: Really, I've only heard of them today. So
2: well, you probably know the song Conquistador. Conquistador. Let me let me give it a.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Who couldn't know this one? So, so that's been our bonus <laughs> segment. If you have a, a an organ song you want to talk to us about, it, hit us up, hashtag Get Organized, And uh, yeah, tell us what kind of organ songs you like to listen to.
2: Oh, I hope John has something to say about this one.
0: John's going to have something fucking banger. And uh, that's all the time we have today. Thank you for listening. And as we always say on Cover Me, don't give up. You've got an episode to cover me next week.